What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Yo, what's up? It's Johnny King in the house. Thank you for joining me. Uh, I was on someone else's, a buddy's podcast the other day, and he asked me a question about purpose. Because in my new book, Becoming Kings, it's, you know, the more or less the, the path. The path for men to ultimately find their healing, a.k.a become powerful, like self-empowered, to find their bigger reason for why they're here, uh, becoming men that are purpose-driven, and then dialing in their life for maximum fulfillment. Because so many of us, you know, we, we, we make that mistake of, oh, once I become, you know, CEO, once I, uh, live in this certain neighborhood, once I, have this many commas in my bank account, then I'll be quote unquote successful. And it's all uh, a big lie. Um, And so he, this guy that I was was on his podcast, Mark, he was asking me about purpose. And he said, you know, so many men are, are looking for their purpose. And uh, ultimately, what, what are your thoughts on that? I was like, and this is kind of paraphrasing what I said on on his podcast, but it, it's just something I've continued to be thinking about the last couple of days. And you know, purpose is one of those things, right? That I think we, I think people often think about it as like I'm looking for my life's purpose. Like, holy shit! Like your entire life, we're looking for this is what I was put on this planet to do, and this is what I am committed to doing for the rest the rest of my life, right? And so. I think for me, I, I've always put a ton of weight on on that whole idea of dialing in my, my life's purpose. And the more work I've done um, and healing and journey work, all that stuff, the more I've come to realize that I, I personally have overcomplicated the whole, just the whole like search for purpose. And so for me, at the end of the day, and, and I'm sure you've heard this before, you know, it's like people, people don't care so much about what, uh, what you've acquired. They won't remember, that's what it says, like you, they won't remember what you've acquired. They'll remember how you made them feel, right? So ultimately, it's about the man you are continually becoming. That's why I named the book and this podcast, Becoming Kings, right? It's becoming a... a more full version of yourself. Okay. Um, And so along those lines, when it, when it comes to the the conversation, the topic of, of purpose, I was, I was saying to my buddy, Mark, you know, like 
again, guys are always, oh, I hear from men and women, you know, a lot of people who are type A or who are driven towards like, I want to find my purpose and I'm looking for it. And, um, one of my, my coach coaches from past, from, from years past, Rob Scott, who's amazing. I've had him on the podcast. I've had him as a guest speaker at my men's meetings. Uh, I quoted him in my book about this very topic. And he's like, you know what? You choose your purpose. <laughs> you don't, you don't like wait for it to find you and that sort of thing. Now to, to, to kind of piggyback off of that, as I said on my, my buddy's podcast, I feel like your purpose can evolve. And a lot of times I think men fall into the, uh, into the error of, or the mistake of thinking that like your vocation is going to be your purpose, right? For me, my purpose is really about um, love. It's about making sure that people, anyone that kind of comes in contact with me that, you know, whether they're a client or they're a friend, family, uh, whether they're just a listener of the podcast that read my book, that they they feel the love uh, that I have for human beings, for them individually, for life. Like, I just love, I love life. I love having fun. Um, and I routinely <laughs> recognize that whenever I'm not happy, it's because I'm not uh, coming from a place of love. I'm usually coming from a place of scarcity or lack. And so uh, discussing the, the topic of like evolving or maturing purpose. Now, over the previous, let's say, decade, a lot of, well, not even over the whole decade, but let's say from 29 until, yeah, 39. Okay. So for that decade, a lot of my purpose, although it was still founded in love, was was directly being driven by my insecurity. Okay, so a lot of that was work with with women. I was coaching women, uh, you know. And if you know my story, I, I opened a gym, and then that turned into multiple locations, and ultimately sold the the gym after five years. And and after my my coaching business, women's health coaching business, kind of took off, and it was more virtual. Now I burned out essentially, which isn't totally true. I, I just kind of call it, I just lost my motivation. Why? Because my purpose at the time was to, was to love my clients and to help them, you know, solve some of their bigger life issues. Yes, that was true. However, those women that were in, in, that were in my life, that were my clients, were filling a hole that my mom used to fill or my ex-wife used to fill or my ex-mother-in-law used to fill or whomever, like the the women that were nearest and dearest to my heart, without them in my life, then my female clients became kind of the way that I would validate uh, my self-esteem, you know, my sense of self-worth. But the more work I was doing, the more I grew out of that. And so as as that, you know validation, the, the accolades, the praise began to fall more and more so on like deaf ears a little bit of mine because it just wasn't, I don't know, it just wasn't fulfilling me anymore. I was like, eh, yeah, you know, it's kind of like, <laughs> again, it's kind of like, you know, if you've ever had your mom 
uh, if if you've been blessed enough to have a mom who like gives you praise, like oh sweetheart, you played in such you played such a great game when you're like oh I had a horrible game, right? Your mom will always just like, you know, you can do no wrong, <laughs> at least for my mom. And so she thought I was awesome whether I had a great game or a horrible game or whether my artwork that I did was shit or not. It was you know, I was more ar- artistic and more athletic than she had ever been. So it was always it was all. All great to all great to my mom, which is which is wonderful on one side, and yet the masculine, and I'm hardwired masculine, responds to challenge, right? And so I was no longer really being challenged, nor was I really being filled by the way that I was seeking out uh, my purpose. And so as I grew more into uh, and being called into men's work, I found my drive again. I found that it wasn't coming from a place of insecurity that I was working with men and seeking, you know, uh, you know, the desire to help them. It really was coming from a place of genuine authenticity and, and, a, and a desire to, to help in, in many ways that I wish I would have had greater uh, levels of guidance and direction in my life when I was going through my divorce or through loss of my mom or my relationship healing with my dad or uh loss of a of a friend um you know so so if if you're getting this i want you to know that as you grow as you mature things that used to drive you as a younger less or or more insecure man as you continue to do the work those things are going to fall away so your vocation, what you're led to do uh, on a day-to-day basis, most likely will change as you continue to do the work. And to me, that's actually kind of the fun part. That's the adventure because it's like, oh, I just can't imagine doing what past generations have done where they get a job out of college and they're there for 30, 40 years and they retire and they've been with one company the entire time doing the same, you know, maybe they work their way up the ladder. So there's some variety in that, but um i think the american dream for generations now is is different than the white picket fence and having a a house and a steady job i think it has everything more to do with the fulfillment of of what freedom brings the freedom of time and freedom of travel and and that sort of thing and so if you're really really struggling to quote unquote find your purpose you know, it's it's more what I would recommend for you to go, f- you know, just look at what you were doing even when you were a little boy. Like, what were those things that just really brought you joy? Um, whether that's out exploring or you can you can find, you know, the qualities that you were tapping into when you were a little boy and still tap into those as a man. Uh, but do know, like I said, don't be so bent on finding your life's purpose and that has to be the thing that you do for the rest of your life you know um yeah it could be you know that you're a doctor for 20 years and then you switch and you want to you know become a writer who who knows right but if you if you if you become less attached to what that looks like the greater ease you'll have in being able to to pivot as you continue to evolve in your level of maturity. So 
that's all I really wanted to, to mention on this podcast because I think it's a valuable thought to and, and to give like as if you really need it, but to let you know you, you have permission to change vocations, you know, and to evolve. And as you continue to, to learn more about yourself, because you as a 30-year-old is certainly a ton more uh, mature than you as a 20-year-old and so on and so forth, you as a 40-year-old is going to be more mature than you as a 30-year-old and you as a 20-year-old and you as a teenager, right? So, of course, as we get wiser and more mature, our needs, our values, well, our values may not change a ton, but our, our needs and our wants, they do change depending on the season that we're in. And so, again, if, if what you were doing <laughs> in your 20s or let's say in your 30s is no longer fulfilling you, or maybe there's those like little glimpses of it, like ah, oh, just enough to have you keep holding on, but you really, really don't like it. Chances are that you've outgrown it. Okay, and I've said this before, and I'll I'll say it again. Like I I really do enjoy coaching, and yet the I I initially got into coaching from a deeply insecure place. Like I wanted to be the man. It was more about significance. I wanted people to 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 acknowledge me and see me, and I want to be the the Tony, the next Tony Robbins, right? And the older I get, the more I'm like, I, none of that resonates at all. And now I've put out a book, and and I've gotten certainly a lot of uh, validation and recognition through that. And it's 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 great, but I I definitely notice that it's not something that I'm thirsting for. Like if no one said anything about my book. I'm actually just as proud of myself <laughs> for completing it and putting it out there than I would be if I got, you know, all these people to acknowledge it. I mean, of course, at the end of the day, I really, really hope, which is exactly why I wrote it, that it has an impact, a positive impact on, you know, some 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 man's life or even some woman's life. I've had a, I'm I'm surprised with how many women are commenting or texting me or messaging me about how they're really enjoying the book. Um, so, you know, side note, I think that's, that's where I have started to notice, you know, I have other dreams and desires that my vocation of coaching is not going to be able to, to supply. So that's why I get into, like I said, real estate or automation businesses, dropship businesses. It's like, I just enjoy the the game of life and of making money and uh, of abundance and I've realized a lot of the bottleneck to my life of abundance has been that <laughs> like I said the bottleneck of my own insecurity so I want you to think about that like if if you weren't questioning the things that you question if you weren't uh, insecure in the areas that you're insecure in in your life how would life be different? And if it would be improved, then you need to go dive into those areas of insecurity and do that work. Because that is what's ultimately going to allow you to become a king, to become a, a, a man who expresses and experiences abundance in all area of his, areas of his life. Okay? And the part you have to begin with and to experience abundance is, is in healing, healing from your insecurities, your past traumas, all that stuff. 
So that would be where I would recommend you start. And if you, if that intellectually makes sense, but you don't know operationally where to actually begin doing the work, text me, uh, email me, message me, go to my website, johnnyking.com, hit me up podcast at johnnyking.com. Like I'm more than happy to, to point you in, in the right direction. Cause there's so many great programs, probably even locally in your city, wherever you are, so many good things. So appreciate you listening as always. Hope this has been helpful. Don't get too wrapped up in attempting to figure out what your life's purpose is. Figure out what your purpose is for the next 90 days even. And just start there and and try it on like it's a a hat or a sweatshirt and see how it feels. And if it doesn't feel good, then for the next 90 days you switch to a different purpose, right? But but again, focus on things that that really do make you happy. And that's that's the whole part of like finding that fulfillment. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All right. Appreciate you for, for listening as always. Thanks for uh, for supporting me. And like I said, if you haven't picked up the book, go to becomingkingsbook.com. Uh, I'm super grateful for you listening and, uh, and for your commitment to becoming a king. And by that, we'll do it together. We'll all become kings. That's the fun part. What's 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 the fun of going to a concert or a sporting event if if you're the only one in the grandstands, right? It's so much more fun if you're surrounded by kings. And to do that, you have to be secure in who you are because other kings are not competition. They are a mirror unto you of what's possible. So until we chat on the next podcast, thank you for joining me. We'll catch up soon. Enjoy your day. Take care. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend, or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at johnnyking and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.